0: Hi, my name is Scotty White. I'm your pop culture Native American Spirit Guide and also the founder of the Motcast Network. And I've heard some disparaging words from the grill out, especially from Greasy Rick. Greasy Rick, you know that North Korea hasn't been to the sun. You know they haven't been to Saturn. You, sir, are a liar. And I don't have, like liars on my network. So I want you to come clean. And in the end of this episode, I want you to apologize to all the loyal MothCast listeners. All four of them. And the Mothman. That North Korea didn't go anywhere. They didn't go to the sun. They didn't go to the moon. They didn't go to Saturn. You don't even know that guy, Um, Hung Chung Wei, or whatever you you call him. You didn't know him. He's not real. I'm calling you out. You, Greasy Rick, El Jefe Loco's all right. Greasy Rick, you keep this up, I'm going to kick you off my network. Take a bath. Have some decency. You smell. You know what you smell like? You smell like sadness and tartar sauce. How do you even get that combo? Sadness and tartar sauce, Chris Rick. I'm talking to you. You, listen to me. Get get the tartar sauce out of your ears. How do you even get it in your ears? You supposed to put it in your mouth. Boy, listen. Look at look at me. Look at me. I know you're not listening. I know you're not listening because while you're worried about what North Korea is doing, and you know what North Korea is doing? They're doing nothing for you, son. I'm doing a lot for you. I'm putting you out there. You're, you're making you famous. All that women you get, you get it from me. That's all mine. That's mine. That's my pussy. I'm, you're getting my pussy. And I ain't talking about kitty cats. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I am talking about kitty cats. I don't know what you're into. I don't judge. We don't judge journeys in here. Actually, the original uh, motto for the Mopcast Network was Mopcast Network. We don't judge your journey, but it didn't test well. So you know what? Look, Gracie Rick, I'm telling you, North Korea is not the way. You need to apologize to our loyal listeners. Stay away from the tartar sauce and the kittens. Especially the kids. And now to your regularly scheduled program. It's showtime. What you, what
1: you want, what you, what you want. You will rest in peace. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of The Grill, and I am your host. El Jefe Loco, and I'm George here, each and every episode, with the greasiest bastard I know. <laughs> Greasy motherfucking Rick here in the house. And we're, uh, it's, it's Halloween. Halloween it is. is coming up. All right. Ghosts and goblins are out and about. Exactly. Ghosts and goblins, and a lot of slutty costumes. Jane, you ignorant slut. Slutty costumes, and Michael Jackson impersonators. <laughs> that's, uh, that's mainly what I see around Halloween, so, you know, you Michael Jackson fans... I liked MJ too, but damn and, it. Uh, let him be dead.
0: Yeah, don't not 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 that, not that but you know stop putting
1: stop putting it on your kids, all right? Just just let, if the kid wants to be Darth Vader or, or something like that, if he wants to be Thomas the Choo Choo train, gonna be Thomas the Choo Choo train. Damn don't it. make him be thriller. Don't make him be thriller. So what are you are you gonna dress up this year? I'm probably gonna be a beer glass. A beer glass. I was a beer glass last year, I'm gonna be a beer glass this year. So, okay, what's a beer glass look like? And like what's the costume? Just It's it's a pint of beer. Uh-huh. That's all it is. It's just uh, a it's just a costume that goes over whatever the hell you're wearing and it's a pint of beer. So you going to a party or just I might ju- I might just wear it by myself. Okay. Like I might just be naked on a <laughs> beanbag chair eating Cheetos. Eating with it Cheetos. On. And if you don't get that, if you don't get that reference, then you have never listened to the great Ron White. I've been listening to a lot of Ron White this week. Yeah, a lot of Ron White in your life. I I, I love Ron White. Yeah. My, my, my buddy he showed me the new Fluffy movie, and I'm a big fan of Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I do. I, do, I like I like stand up. I used to watch stand up all the time as a kid. I watched. I watched uh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour religiously at one point. Later, I got, got on my nerves a little bit, but I always liked Ron White and Bill Ingvall. Yeah. Especially Ron White. And you know, Isn't that Tater Salad? Yep, that's Tater Salad. And his son is Tater Tot. See, look at that. That's that's in my wheelhouse. That's greasy motherfuckers right there. Exactly. Tater Salad and Tater Tot. He, he was sitting there talking. I was watching uh, one of his specials last night, and he said... Uh, yeah, he said uh he said I ain't got a high school diploma or anything. I got a GED. And If you don't know what that stands for, you probably got one too. <laughs> I um I don't I don't know if I'm dressing up this year. I I've thought about it. Uh, oh. Um but I don't know. My whole life is pretty much Halloween every day. So you know, I tend to take a day off and, and not dress up. Uh but who knows? But what you know?
0: but what if kids kids come to your trailer?
1: Well, what if kids come to my trailer? I don't got no fucking candy. I don't got no candy to give the kids. I'm, I'm giving pennies, nickels. Actually, I'm not giving them that shit because I can go buy some hurricanes two for a dollar on Halloween night. Do Edward Forty hands. Exactly. Uh, if kids come do to my it, house, do it with Hershey to Wonder Doll. Well, you see, I live next to a pedophile. Yeah. So, and that's. Is his, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his fucking name. He's real weird. He Please just tell me it's Herbert. I it's I wish it was that. It's it's not. It's um I don't remember his name, but. So kids don't really come to my trailer park to, to trick or treat. So, you know, fortunately I don't have that. I do have the little bastard teenagers that come through and throw the, eggs and the, shit. The welfare babies. Yeah, they throw eggs at my trailer. But joke's on them because usually as long as it's not too cold and the shit don't freeze at night. My trailer's metal. The morning sun comes, cooks them eggs. They got, I got scrambled eggs for weeks, motherfuckers. Trailer eggs, man, trailer eggs and cheese. Velveeta cheese throw it up there too. I always wondered what those eggshells was. When, I, when, when you I come would, to pick me up? Yeah, like especially the ones, because it seems like they, they attack your pink flamingo a lot. Yeah, they fucking will not leave Mr. Flanopolis alone. And I just, I fucking don't like it. You know, actually one year, this is Mr. Flanopolis, the second. The uh-huh. first one was stolen uh five years ago. And so I'm pretty pissed off. I, I hold a vigil every, every sixth Sunday. I hold a candlelight vigil for Mr. Flanopolis. And, uh, you know, we, we play some, some Sammy Hagar, we play it in reverse, play it forward, get the Mexican version, play that shit. We just fucking rock out. Do Me getting get tequila or anything, you know. I, you know, it just depends just what. pour one out for my homies. It just depends what they do. I, I mean, I hang out with some homeless people. They come over. We, you know, we uh, we go butt chugging every once in a while. And uh, we just, whatever they bring, you know, I'm, I don't care. You know, mi casa, their casa. Mi casa, su casa. Yeah, that too. <laughs> nah, either way works. Somebody's concept. Well, uh, okay, okay. Fondest Halloween memory. Fondest Halloween movie. Are we talking adult or no, child? I'm, a memory. Me, no, I mean, are we talking adult memory or child memory? Or are we not uh, differentiating? Yeah, we're not differentiating. What's your fondest Halloween memory of, of, since, you know, your whole life? For the chronological life of Mr. Greasy Rick, um, it would have to be when my friend Ron came up from, uh, from Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Ron, man, he was in the Navy. He's a crazy motherfucker. He used to tell me he could fly, and that his whole life in the Navy, he was a, he was a bedpan nurse. Yeah. And that he could, uh, what he, his job on the ship would be, he would sort through the bedpans to see if they were passing off notes through their shit. Um, so he was a crackpot spy. And yeah, he used to tell me he could fly. And I remember one time, God, I miss Ron. Uh, He came up and he was on top of my roof and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, watch this, I can fly." He was like, "You gotta play some Werewolves in London." So I went down, got my eight track, put that shit on blast, and uh, just uh, just Ron, you know, we were sitting there having a good old time howling at the moon like a couple old dogs do. (laughs) Next thing I know, that crazy motherfucker does a swan dive off my my. uh, I had like a like an entertainment center. On top of my trailer, mm-hmm. because you know those little bastards—they throw—they throw eggs and shit up there. So I, I put a little living room up there on my te- on top of my trailer. Lived up there for a while, um, but yeah, he—he stood on top of that shit and uh, it wobbled and wobbled. I was like, Ron, 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 get down, get down, motherfucker. Swan dove off of that shit, broke his neck. Damn. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, did he get paralyzed? Or no, something? he died. He oh, died. Old Ron died that day. Oh shit, shit. But you yeah. know what? That kind of. Kind of trumps my fondest memory of a uh, Halloween. Yeah, what would that be? I bet you didn't watch your friend die. I bet you didn't do it. <laughs> no, no, I <laughs> bet did. you didn't do it. <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> I I got I, I pissed myself because somebody was chasing after me as Jason. I pissed myself mm-hmm. on the regular, so. But that's Jason chasing you. That's yeah. He, they go. Ch-ch-ch. No, no, they had a chainsaw and everything. They took the chain out and start chasing after uh-huh. me. I was the Undertaker for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas, no, yeah, for, <laughs> for Christmas. You just uh, for Christ- I do that too, but yeah, I for, thought I was for, alone for <laughs> for Halloween. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a, it's all it's all the marijuana I smoke, but uh, no, the uh, we don't condone smoking the Mary Jane. But um, unless you're buying it from me, then I condone the shit out exactly. of it. Exactly, I condone the fuck out of it. But no, the um, yeah, because I was sitting there, I was a little kid and. When well, you was, say little kid, how old was a young El Jefe when he pissed himself? I was, like, six. Six, okay. I was six, I was six years old. Um, yeah, I was... No, actually, I was not six. I was uh, I was around eight or nine. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah, it was It was pretty fucking bad. Because it was when The Undertaker came back. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 20. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he came back. And, you know... I wanted to be at undertaker, so my dad went off and he bought me, you know, he bought he bought me these these gloves and he cut the tips off of them and they gave me they painted the goatee on my face and gave got, bought me the trench coat and the hat and you know I was all for it, you know my dad went as far as because I couldn't roll my eyes in the back of my head because I was a little kid and I sat there for hours trying to practice it mm-hmm. and I could never figure it out, so my dad on my eyelids he put white paint, so when I wanted to roll my eyes in the back of my head I would just close my eyes and right there be white paint it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And then uh then Jason just decided to make me piss my pants. <laughs> Did you know who Jason was? No. Like, it was no, just so no, no random what a random person chasing through the neighborhood. Well like like, 'cause cause the uh the neighborhood we was in, it was it was, it was a real nice neighborhood, it was my grandmother's. And um, you know, there's these little kids running all over the place, man, and next thing I know, there's Jason over there. I'm freaking out already. So I'm like hiding behind my mom and dad. I'm like, no, little El Jefe ain't coming out. Yeah. And then they move. Jason locks eyes with me. Turns on that motherfucking chainsaw and I take off a-running. Just sprinkling it all the way
0: home. <laughs> so, that was, that, that's my fondest memory of Halloween.
1: That's fucking terrible. Our fondest memories are you pissing yourself and my best friend jumping off and fucking killing himself. What can I say? That's our lives. That is a fucking shit show. That's what that is. <laughs> the shit hawks are coming. And if you don't get that fucking uh, reference, you need to go watch Trailer Park Boys. But anyway, we're going to move along. This is the Grill Out Halloween special. And th- if, you're, if you're coming in here to tune in for NASCAR, sorry, it's not here. Same for mixed martial arts. Joey Logano is still good. Joey Logano, <laughs> yeah, still good. Okay, yeah, you don't need to know. You don't need to know anything after and, that. Plus, this this episode will be coming out after all that. So, you know, maybe, maybe he wins at Talladega. <laughs> Who knows? You know, maybe somebody, like, 40 years in the future, kind of like, you know, back in the future, they'll go back and they'll listen to this podcast, but, oh my gosh, Great Scott, this was recorded on October 22nd,
0: and they predicted the
1: winner of the Tel with on the 25th. You know, that, that probably going to be some weirdo in, in the basement, And if you, and if you are the weirdo in the basement... We salute you.
0: And I we, salute you. I don't know...
1: I, I tend to salute weirdos in the basement. I, hey, 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 whatever floats your boat, man. Whatever floats your boat. But anyway, we're going to move along. This is Halloween special. Um, yeah, pretty much this is all wrestling. Because, you know, MMA and NASCAR don't really play into the Halloween mm-hmm. stuff. You know, NASCAR tends to, but it's not, like, spectacular and, and, and up and out, like, like how wrestling does. Mm-hmm. It seems like wrestling and, and Halloween just go hand in hand. Yeah, because they're so extreme. Yeah, they're so extreme, and the characters there, in it, and, you know, it's just... Yeah, and, you know, and there used to be a pay-per-view known as Halloween Havoc, which was the WCW... Excuse me, the WCW equivalent to SummerSlam. You know, you had Starrcade, which was the WCW equivalent to WrestleMania, and then you had Halloween Havoc, which was the WCW equivalent to SummerSlam. So, I feel like they should bring it back. I always liked the Halloween Havoc pay-per-views. You know, there was no network, uh, and if there was, would have been one. Um, Greasy Rick, I was not a man of many luxuries, so I would not have been able to have the—I didn't get enough to get one pay-per-view, and I usually got Halloween Havoc, and it was was always really a good time. You know, we'd sit there, we'd put on a little Black Sabbath, drink some beer— just watch Goldberg run. Just watch with Goldberg it. just beat motherfuckers up. Just run motherfuckers over. Did you ever get hungry at one of Snickers? Because they was they was, They were sponsored by Snickers. It's <laughs> oh, a little subliminal message. But I when are you not ever hungry for a Snickers? Snickers is my favorite candy bar. I oh even though I'm a diabetic, I love me some Snickers. I shouldn't eat you. You might kill me, but fuck you're delicious. <laughs> but damn, you're a good, girl. You know what? My you know what my, my saying is? Yeah. Find something you like and let it kill you. Do you go unfrozen Snickers or do you do this frozen Snicker bars? Both. They're fucking delicious. I love the ice cream. That and Reese's. See, I don't. I like Reese's, but I'm not like super into Reese's. Maybe it's just because I like peanut butter. I hate the smell of peanut butter, but I love the taste of it. You ever let your dogs look it off you? No. Uh, You've done that before, haven't you, Rick? I haven't, but I've known people. Mm-hmm. I have a friend. Or does, it, does he rhyme with Dick? Uh, yeah, he could first go by Richard though. We're gonna leave it there. We're gonna leave it there. Scariest wrestler you've ever seen? Fucking, I'm gonna go with three wrestlers. Three, okay. They, they were a group. The fucking brood, fucking scared the shit out of me. Edge, Christian, and Gangrel, mm-hmm. and they had Luna as well as like their sexy, not very sexy vampireist. But they scared the shit out of me. I used to really legitimately believe they were vampires. Yeah. Like, 100%, they fucking did their job awesomely. I fucking believe that Gangrel and the Brood were fucking just coming around town, just gonna fucking make everybody vampires. And not the fucking kind like Twilight, where you sparkle in the sunshine, like, real fucking, real deal motherfucking vampires. I see, I see. Mine would be The Undertaker. The so it's like a love-hate relationship. It is. It is. When I was a little kid, and you know, I I was I was I was born in '95. Okay, just you know, people out there keeping track. I am 20 years old. All right. So when when the whole attitude era was going on, I was about three or four. Mm-hmm. You know. So when I would hear the Undertaker's bell come on, I would shoot through the house. I would just run, go go higher beneath my mom and dad's covers. And my dad said he. My mom told me that my dad always said that he thought it was funnier in hell when he knew the ta- New Taker was coming out and you heard dong and then you hear <laughs> and I'm just running through the house, just yeah. sprinting. Like, the Undertaker legitimately ki- scared the shit out of me. And what about Kane? Not so much. Not so much Kane. I just, I I, I don't know. He, he just, he never really... I feel like if I met him in person, he would scare the shit out of me. Kane always struck me as the, like, fuck-up of the family between the two brothers. Like, he's the one, like, Undertaker's undead. Kane's the, the reject, yeah. right? The demon reject sort or whatever. Of. It's That's what he's called? Sort of. Um, now know. he is. Now he's a fucking reject. So, like, he always struck me as, like, the, the loser brother. Yeah. The fucker who lives in the van down by the river. That fucker. Like, that's the brother that Kane, I think, is. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see it. But, you know... It, Undertaker was just always much more scarier, and you know he had that per- he has that aurora to him. Mm-hmm. You know he has that you know don't fuck with me or I will rip your head off and I will send you to the depths of hell and you will be Satan's bitch and he will take a pineapple and show it up your ass. <laughs> okay, some little Nikki style, a little Nikki style. All right, love me some Adam Sandler, old Adam Sandler, not new Adam Sandler, old Adam. Tell me you're not a big fan of Jack and Jill. No, no, it's a shitty show. I I, I hated it. No, I I, I liked. Wish um, sure you would gouge my eyes out. Really? It's fucking terrible. I, I I didn't even I didn't even give it a chance. I was five minutes in. I said, "Fuck it, turn it off." I liked uh, my favorite Adam Sandler movie is The Water Boy. My two favorite movies, Twister and Water Boy. <laughs> I love the fucking Water Boy. Mama said, Mama said she said that 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 that, that. was the the devil. It's pretty spot on, Adam Sandler uh, Water Boy. I've watched a lot of Water Boy. I can Water Boy is one of the only movies that I can watch a thousand times. Over and over and over and not get bored by it. Captain Insano. Water sucks. <laughs> it really, really sucks. Water sucks. I get it, man. You like to look almost naked. Oh that's not that's Joe Dirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get it, man. You like to see him was naked, no big deal. It's okay, cool. I fucking love Joe Dirt. That's what I fucking <laughs> that's what I love. I, love it I mean, your hair is kind of like Joe Dirt's. That's who I modeled it after. You know, I I used to rock you. You don't, you won't know what this is, uh, a Jerry curl.
0: I know what a Jerry curl. I is. used
1: to fucking rock the shit out of a, a a Jerry curl, and there used to be a wrestler called T A, and he wore a glove and he had a power mullet. hmm Fucking, that's really who I modeled my look after. But I'm glad Joe Dirt came around because Joe Dirt's a lot more relevant than than they, T A. Yeah, David Spade is more online of your of your favorite actor. Oh yeah, I, w- I would love to just hang out with David Spade. Uh, I bet I bet you would have a hell of a lot of Chris Farley stories. Oh yeah, fucking Chris Farley was the man. Gone too soon. Rest in peace, fat man comedians. Exactly, and the the, the odd thing is is he modeled his his comedic genius after Jim Belushi, who, who who yeah, Jim oh nope John Belushi yeah sorry I'm a complete fucking idiot sometimes yeah John Belushi who was also a comedic genius. Also a husky man. Also a very husky man. Also died way too soon. Also died way too soon. That's why if I was a comedian, like I get why now all the comedians lose weight. You you can be you're hilarious as a fat comedian. Once you lose your weight, you're not that funny. But if you stay a fat comedian, probably gonna die. I don't know.
0: Ron White's still fucking kicking it. Yeah, but and he's dr- not. He drinks like a
1: fish too. But he's not like super fat either. Like Chris Farley or John Sheep. Like those guys weren't like. They were, you could tell they were completely unhealthy. Yeah, but, I don't know, he drinks and smokes a lot. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there, because I'm just trying to kill him off, I understand. I know. I'm trying just, to kill off Ron White. I am. I'm trying to kill off my hero. <laughs> but, moving on, What's the scariest moment you've ever seen in wrestling? Ooh, this is a doozy. Um, I'll let you go first, and then I'll, I'll think back. Ah. Uh. do some thinking. I, I think the scariest moment I ever seen in wrestling was. Um, damn that it that is a hard one. Why did the fuck did I put that question? There? <laughs> I've got one. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. And go. Um, when the acolytes first came out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they uh, I remember they used to just like crucify random dudes, mm-hmm. and that shit always used to fuck with me mentally. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. It, I don't know. I don't know if I can about that one. I. I, I I don't know. Probably the the scariest thing that would be like along your degree of scary <laughs> what you just said would be when 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 Undertaker crucified Steve Austin, mm-hmm. and he, you know he hung him up in the arena, and then you know I think they got real, they got, they got in a lot of trouble at, of that. Oh yeah, because you know there's like ah that's not that's a touchy subject. I think honestly I think the scariest moment I've ever seen in uh, wrestling also involved Steve Austin again was uh, when he got ran over. I think it was 02 It was it was when he was getting ready to go for neck surgery. It was O one or O two. And he just it, he got ran over. Hmm. Um one of the like scariest moments, like talking like not like horror, but just how shit unfolded mm-hmm. um would probably be when mankind the hell in the cell. Yeah. When he comes off the top and goes to the table and he just rolls over and he's smiling, he's got a tooth in his nose. He's, yeah, he's just got that crazy fucking smile, and he's got a tooth lodged into his fucking nostril. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" That's awesome. <laughs> like I, I, you know, I'm a little kid watching that, and I'm like, "Holy fuck, that's awesome! Who, how the hell did I do that?" Like that's that. But, but back in the day, I, when I was a little kid, I thought it was real. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Damn, that motherfucker's still moving. <laughs> he's alive." I don't know how the hell he was live. Um, the guy who was the uh, ref was talking. He said that, you know, he after he got thrown off the cell the second time, mm-hmm. said he was sitting there. He's like, "I need tax, I need tax." He's like, "No, you don't, Mick. You don't need taxes. I need tax. Give me tax." And he's wanting tax to do to to do this. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, fuck." He's a hell of a showman. Oh yeah, he really know. is. They told him. They said if you if you wrestle anymore, more, you won't you won't fucking walk. So he can't do it anymore. Yeah. He he gave fans a lot of, and if you're, you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Mankind, Mick Foley, Dude Love, Cactus Jack, whatever reincarnation, yeah, whatever, whatever you remember him as, he was pretty much a hard ass in every role. Yeah, yeah, he, he he was fucking awesome, and it's, yeah... I would I would honestly hey have you seen the giant beard he has now? Mm-mm. Oh my god, he's got a huge beard now. Well I know he, he's real obsessed with Christmas and I know um I think last year he was doing something to where he had to wear something Christmas related, like Santa Claus related, every day for a year. So and it started on Christmas, so and, I mean uh, he's a huge he's a huge fan of, of the holidays and so And he's and from what I also I've heard, I've heard that he's a real big fundraiser. Oh yeah, he yeah, doesn't really he does a lot of work. Like how Johnson does a lot of work for for, for Make-A-Wish for Make-A-Wish Mick Foley does a lot of stuff for cancer research and stuff like that yeah yeah but mankind's the man but hey that, that, that's <laughs> the fuck fuck the scary shit let's yeah, go yeah yeah I want to suck your blood. this is not a uh, valentine's day mushy gushy shit come on I don't think if it gets I don't think if we do a valentine's special I don't think it'd be mushy gushy I think it would honestly be manly as fuck like explosions and shit fireworks <laughs> two doors two doors two doors I want some two doors biscuits. That's like a past tense of tutors. Two doors. I want some two doors. I'm gonna tell my mom now. I want two doors. I don't fucking you like tutors. You don't like tutors? No. Right. You are a greasy bastard. You don't like biscuits? I don't. I fucking like biscuits. I don't like tutors. Why? I'm fucking poor.
0: Tutors I'm is fu- fucking
1: expensive. I'm fucking poor too, but I can I'm, still afford it. Well, I'm, I'm poorer than your ass. Apparently. These are facts. I eat fucking potted meat biscuits, okay? You do that shit? No, you don't. Really? You want to play this game right now? Oh yeah, let's go. Let's go. Gritty Ch- food. Chicken in a can. Chicken in a can. Mayo with toast. That's fucking disgusting. Um, beanie weenies in a blender. Call it the beanie man shake. It's what the fuck I do. I do it after hangovers. Set on my roof. Bacon. Put some tin foil around my my head so the so the you know the NSA they can't read my thoughts. Sit so there and just fucking drink that shit. Instead of a hangover, you're a fucking man. You are damn man. right. I'm no, I'm not. Uh-uh. I'm not going any further than that. Hey, I just, I, I no. Nope. You know those band-aids that when you go to pools when you're kids? Yeah. Then you see them floating around, you just run from them. Yeah. Not me. I'd swim like a shark, my mouth open, and just put them <laughs> shits in my mouth and eat that shit. Scabs and all I'll be on it. That should be. Mmm. I love a good fucking scab. I'm glad I haven't eaten. I, I haven't eaten in, in the past few hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, think of a nice scab sandwich. A little fur, a little little all kinds of nasty shit that's on scabs. Oh. put that in your mouth. Sometimes you get stuck in your teeth. You got to take your finger and rub it around. But you know what that's called? When you when you get it stuck in your teeth and you eat it again? Uh. Second lunch. Sometimes you get lucky and have third lunch. Or sometimes <laughs> if you puke in your mouth and swallow it back down, that's second lunch too. I'm telling you, time to get rough around the trailer park. I can tell. I can tell, my friend. God damn it <laughs> okay best and worst memories of uh, of havoc um best Halloween havoc uh let me think you got a best one Goldberg Goldberg which one both of them i honestly I just every time I think of Halloween havoc I think of Goldberg walking out with you know he's got the he's got the uh uh, the, the, the world title around his waist, and he's just walking out there with his security. and He's, he's a badass. Yeah, he is a fucking badass. He's a badass Jew. <laughs> he is. <laughs> that really sounds terrible. Man, he that man's is. a badass Jew. He is a badass Jew.
0: He's Jewish. I am complimenting him. He is a badass Jew. He is bad. He eats fucking protein. Goes works works out, and he's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> He is a badass Jew. What is wrong with saying badass Jew?
1: N- nothing. Nothing's wrong with saying badass Jew.
0: <laughs> He's a badass Jew.
1: Um, let me see. He is a fucking hard ass man. He is a hard ass? He is a hard bounce ass. Bounce a quarter off of it?
0: Yeah. I yeah. bet you I could. I bet you I, fuck, I, bet you I could bounce a whole roll off of it.
1: Um, I'm going to go best, best match, or best memory of Halloween Havoc. Uh, when, when Sting and Ric Flair and Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman were in the, the tag yeah. team match. Yeah. When they, uh, they turned on Sting and they all just started beating the shit out of him, Yeah. Sting was fucking WCW's whooping boy for the longest time on ah. Halloween Havoc. They always whooped his ass. Uh, any and, highlight and, package has it.
0: And, and Sting was, was the
1: scariest dude in WCW. And Halloween Havoc is about Halloween. Sting and, um... Raven always used to come off with the same person to me. Yeah. Because they all—they both did that same shit. Yeah, I liked Vamp- Vampiro, too. Vampiro was a cool-ass wrestler. Um, you ever watched uh, Wrestling Society X? Yeah. On yeah. MTV? Yeah. It was only around for like five, five episodes. Yeah. Like, x was on there, Vampiro. Um, AJ Styles was on there. Seth Rollins was actually on there as Tyler Black. Yeah, they had a lot of good Good, good, show. <laughs> good, 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 good Ghosts! Did a lot of good, um, a good, World. good stable in there. Uh, worst, I guess I gave you my best. Worst, let me think about that one. You will let me get mine out because I kept saying badass Jew. Okay, you go then. what I think the Yeti. The Yeti is the best or the worst. The worst. The worst fucking thing I've seen on, on Halloween Havoc. I'm not a huge WCW fan, so you gotta bear with me. The Yeti is the worst thing because one, a Yeti is a Sasquatch. It is not a fucking mummy. Yeah, they always they went over they always would do the bring out the monster wrestlers or whatever and they'd always bring out like, you know the giant would fight them or the Undertaker or, or you know whoever would, would come out and, and fight these guys God, I can't think of a worse moment there's so much shit that they got wrong um, You know, now we watched a, a, a clip before just to kind of a refresher um, I, I think a low point would be the damn sumo wrestling match between the monster trucks no. That shit right there um, was ridiculous, and it was, I think it was The Giant or Big Show, whoever you want to call him, whenever you're watching it, and Hulk Hogan were playing sumo wrestlers with monster trucks. And Eric Bischoff's all for this. And it was fucking terrible. I mean, it was unique. It was definitely unique, and I'll give him that, but it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Me, a grown man, a grown man shitting himself and then finger painting with it is unique. Does that make it great? No. That's the, that. That's a good point. That's a valid point. Valid point. Um, the Yeti, how absurd was the concept? We basically done said that. A Yeti is a fucking Sasquatch. It's not a mummy. It's a fucking Sasquatch. Get, the, get it right, Vince Russo. You fucking suck. This is why you're not in the wrestling business anymore. Fucking asshole. And then, you know... Okay, should WWE bring back Halloween Havoc like they did the American Bash, and if so, should it feature main roster talent and or NXT takeover, like like an NXT takeover special? Okay, I'll go first. Um, I think they should bring it back. Hell in a Cell, it's not what it used to be, and, and it can't be. You know, they've got to they've got to keep it clean. It can't be the whole. I mean, because they had some fucking really brutal Hell in a Cell matches that were great, but you couldn't play those on TV now because of how, how brutal they were. Um, so That's why I'm a little scared for this weekend. Yeah, they, they candy coat the shit out of it. So it's not, like I said, it's not like a, what it would be or what it could be. Um, I think if they do bring it back, I think maybe do NXT TakeOver because of how much popular, how popular that is becoming. Um, I think fans, you know, they get tired of seeing the, the main wrestlers and shit, but maybe do like a crossover. Maybe have like the best of NXT versus the best of WWE, or you know, just have like maybe do a draft and have like dream matches that fans can vote on, like a buried alive match and like, you know, it came from the Black Lagoon. Like maybe have like uh just I don't know just a whole bunch of different matches. Um, you would definitely have to put the Wyatt family in it. Yeah. Don't do their stupid shit with the Shield or whoever with yeah, Seth uh, Rollins them because that's man. just dumb. I keep I keep thinking that the Shield's gonna come back. Yeah. I really do because. Um, this past Monday, which Stone Cold was on there, I went. So was Ric Flair. Ric Flair's looking fucking fat. Yeah. Well, he's not wrestling anymore. Still, he's looking. His dick ain't Space Mountain no more. It's fucking yeah. more like molehill, lane something, but no Stone- Turtle Island. Stone Cold got on there, and man, I was in nostalgia heaven. Yeah. I was like, yes. As soon as, cause like, I got I got the uh, I got on Twitter and I looked, and it said. Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna kick off Raw tonight, and I was like, "That is awesome!" And I kept tweeting about it. Give me to the fucking TV now, now! That's uh, that. was me. That you know. And I thought it was
0: fucking awesome,
1: man. A lot of panties got wet that night too. Oh, HBK came back.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> and a lot of
1: middle-aged moms were just.
0: I thought I, he, when, creaming he themselves. when he ate that kid's pizza, I was like, "What the fuck?"
1: And then he goes back and he's he's drinking their pop uh. and he walks off. I'm like, okay. All right, H, all right, John. And I liked when they were sitting there and Seth was like, you're supposed to come out here. You're supposed to introduce me. He's like, dude, you realize how many times they've given me orders back there? <laughs> like, really, do, do you realize this? Fucking, well, not fucking, but he said, I'm not good at listening. Like, as soon as I walk through that curtain, it's all gone. I thought, I was like, yep, that, that's that's classic HBK. So. so what's your thoughts about, should they bring it back, I th- I think they and should, who sh- what should they do with it? I feel like they should they turn they should turn it into an NXT takeover special, like because you know NXT NXT's turned into a, a thing, and the only problem I have with with the best of NXT going against the best of WWE is I'm afraid that it would turn into that global pro global force wrestling TNA bullshit that yeah. Jared has got going on right now, <laughs> that is completely fucking stupid. Like, why would you put shit on top of shit and expect the shit to look good, but it's really shit? I like the whole NXT thing, but I, I worry that hardcore fans wouldn't tune in so it would get killed. Um, but what I would hate to see is see guys fucking, the jork fucking Captain America, old John Cena growing out there, and, and just like guys that they fucking just routinely, out the yeah, they routinely trot out these guys. Were they awesome 10, 15, 20 years ago. Not 20, but 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, they were fucking great. Yeah. But John Cena has been your face for fucking since he's came into your organization and you can't stay face your whole career and people not get tired of you. Yeah, and um, people think that that a John Cena heel turn couldn't happen. I think it could. I think it could, and I think a lot of fans... But I, I think his ego's so big that he can't. I think that it would shock a shit out of a lot of people, and yeah. I think it, I think it would be huge for WWE if 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 he would turn heel. I think it would be a, a direction that you know maybe hardcore fans were into, but and, and you know secretly deep down wished it would have happened many years ago. But um, I would I would be all for it. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be very easily for him to you know do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you ever watch um, WhatCulture.com, dot it's on YouTube. Um, Adam from What Culture, he's uh, he does like um, he rebooks events mm. that WWE is missed, and uh, he he booked he rebooked I can't remember what it was, but he booked this uh, John Cena heel angle, and I was like, that's fucking genius. Like if you ever get a chance, watch them, um, Yeah, this is pretty much a free plug for WhatCulture.com, but they they are, they are they're they're great over there. They're like the wrestling version of Watch Mojo. I, I think so. No, yeah. I think it would have to be an NXT special. Um, you know, maybe maybe make it like NXT's WrestleMania or something. All right. You know, NXT is basically its own entity, and it's getting bigger every single day. Okay. They just got James Storm from, uh, TNA, and that was, that was pretty fucking big. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, TNA is. Samoa Joe's there too, right? Yeah. Samoa Joe is there. Um, I'm just I'm, I'm waiting for them to pick up more uh, TNA stars. Yeah, because it's going under, and I think they because TNA does have talented wrestlers that are that are stuck there that that can't get to WWE for whatever reason. And I think that if TNA goes under, a lot of these guys are going to either go ROH, go back independent style, mm-hmm. or or maybe make the move to NXT. And yeah. I can see a lot of seasoned veterans not wanting to go to NXT because it's usually a developmental yeah type mm-hmm. of. Organization and that, or at least that's the way I, I look at NXT. Is it's a, a a place for newbies?
0: Yeah, it is, and, and I'm not and I'm not going to say
1: all the matches are great because they're not, but it's it's people that are learning, and you know it's basically like live independent wrestling. You mm-hmm. know, it's a small building. It's they they don't do they don't go real spectacular with everything, you know. I but TNA is go, TNA is is not TNA it used to be. NXT is getting. It's getting out there, and I think NXT should at least stop you know stop doing these these takeover specials like respect and shit like that you know give them something you know Halloween Havoc you know they've worked fucking hard trying to turn NXT to what it, into what it is even though it is a developmental territory totally. mm-hmm. you know so I I, I think that, I think that's what should happen but uh yeah. I guess I guess we, I guess we can just wish, <laughs> wishful thinking. Yes, fucking open up the link. God, I wish I wish my my laptop would talk back to me sometimes. It'd probably be like ah uh, fuck you. It probably would say fuck fuck you to me like on a regular basis because I do cuss at my laptop an awful lot. But uh, yeah, Let's see, come on, come on, stop it, stop it. It's not working. It doesn't want to work for me. Fuck. God. Bleacher Report. Why are you not working for me? Let's just press this 27 times. All right, It's working a little bit now. Yeah, it's working a little bit. You're on three. Yeah. Get ready to make it four. Four. All right, yeah, we're just going... I thought you are going previous. I am. Let's just do this backwards. What are we doing? Just mm-hmm. take a look at the top twenty-seven. Yeah, no. I, instead of going from twenty-seven, up, I'm just going. We're just going to do this backwards because I was looking at this list earlier. Oh, so you fucked it all up. I did fuck it all up. I, I liked, I liked the research a little bit before the shows. Oh, not me. I wing the shit. I know you wing this shit. I have to find you sometimes. Yeah. I found you beside Seven Eleven today. You know, it's getting ready to go out of business. Really? Yeah. Went up in Bell. I'm trying to pay it some, uh, some respect. Damn. I did not know that. Pour a little Slurpee out. Pour one for my homies. Yeah, I fucking love Slurpees. But I know this is this list is being brought to you by the Bleacher Report. They probably don't ever want to sponsor this show. Um, it's the 25 scariest wrestlers of all time. And guess who is number one. Take a guess. I'll give you a five, five seconds. Are you giving me the guess? Because I can see the screen. I know you can see the screen. I'm giving the, the oh. audience a guess. So here's your five seconds. Okay. It's The Undertaker. And if you didn't guess that, then... I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I get Undertaker's scary, but there, I think there's scarier dudes than Undertaker that are in the... Undertaker, when he first got into wrestling, when he first got into the business, he was pretty fucking scary. He always makes me think of an Amish guy, though, especially when he wears that hat. Yeah. Makes me think of an Amish man. But he's supposed to be like an undertaker. Like an I know which guys don't really fucking scare me. I'll yeah, take a picture of him and be like, oh, I got your soul. Ha, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's because I watched a lot of westerns when I was a kid. But yeah. he's supposed to be like like one of them old school western. I mean, I get under- what they're players. going for. Yeah, I, and it totally works. And he's a creepy fucker. But like I said, I, I think that we will probably see on this list some guys who are fucking scared if your computer doesn't explode. Yeah, if it doesn't. It's it. too scared right now. It is. Let's go to the next one. Come on. Come on, baby. Don't quit on me now. Don't fucking quit. No. Taker scared the fuck out of me as a kid. hmm I mean, to no end. He scared the fuck out of me. See, like, I don't feel like this next one's scary at all. Andre the Giant. I don't feel like he's scary. Freaky? I feel, I feel like that, scary, that face is scary. That bullshit. face is scary, yeah. But, I mean, he's a fucking giant. Like, of course he's not going to be fucking Brad Pitt, GQ, motherfucking sexiest man in the world. And man can drink beer. He's yeah, I mean, he was. The man can drink fucking beer. He's a giant. He is a giant. Look at those fucking teeth, man. I want I think of Andrew Luck. I sometimes think Andrew Luck and Andre the Giant are the same person. Maybe, maybe it's Andre Giant's love child. It's not Oliver Luck, the, the WVU's athletic director, it's not his son. <laughs> and then there's the big red machine, Kane. Again, I like Kane. Again, he makes me not think not of fucking the fucking reject. Kane. Yeah, a corporate Kane's fucking ridiculous. I can't stand him. Yeah, who would have ever thought? Okay, if if in 1997, all right, I'm pretty sure that's when, when Kane debuted. 1997, 98, one of them. All right, who would if some if you were told somebody, yeah, in 2015 he's gonna be a fuck he's gonna be a fucking corporate bitch. I think if you would have said in, in when he debuted, oh this wrestler will stick around for, you know, till till 2015. I think a lot of people have been like. Because, I mean, when he first came out, it felt like every other monster at WCW marched out, too. But I get the whole thing about saying that he's not, like, you know, you would not expect him to be corporate Kane. Because when he came out, he was the anti-hero, almost. You know, he'd was was he he always he'd always be feuding with his brother and all that shit. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, but Kane had, had he was like, he was like Taker. He hadn't had a war about him. Mm-hmm. And you know what's weird? Very kooky. Yeah, you know who, you know what's weird? You know who trained Kane? Who? Dean Malenko. Ice Man. Yep, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. I I I I research shit all the time, and I was I was a little shocked. because I was like, Dean
0: Malenka was a really little dude." Yeah, you
1: wouldn't think he'd train train somebody that big, but yeah, that's that's fucking badass. Yeah,
0: I was like, mm, "Okay."
1: And that explains explains the staying power. Yeah, and then we got Bru- Bruiser Brody. Um, I never. Uh, I, I, I don't remember watching him. No, no, Things no. Before this, us. this is way, way before us. way before our time. But I've heard stories about Bruiser Brody and how you know how physical he would be in the ring. He kind of reminds me of Rafi from The League. Yeah, yeah. Rafi bomb! Oh, The League is awesome. Too bad fucking Kevin had to be a liar about 9-11. Fucking asshole. Kevin Sullivan. And honestly, this picture would scare the fuck out of me because of the snakes. What? Like, that shit's creepy as hell anyway. Like, well, what is this bitch down here doing? I don't, I guess she's trying to look like a sexy, possessed this woman. woman possessed. Maybe if you cut her head off, like, you know. Now that's, when is this? Nineties? Uh, I think this has got to be ninety-five. You got to think that was a style—big blown-out hair like that. Yeah, it was. Transistor radios. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get this right. Okay. Now, if it's right there. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> I mean, the Dungeon of Doom was—I I remember vaguely this—and um, but but Kevin Sullivan—he he used to. He used to make me a little nervous, especially young, young greasy fucking Rick. You know uh, him and Ben. You know, okay, Ben Watts' wife that he murdered. Yeah, um, that was Kevin, that was Kevin Sullivan's wife before. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that, but then again, I, that was a whole before my time. So I think a lot of the women who were involved with wrestlers were involved with a lot of different refs, wrestlers before they settled down. But I mean, Kevin Sullivan, you had Ming. I don't remember the other fucking guy's name. Um, but yeah, they were... You had wannabe Hacksaw Jim Duggan over there. Yeah, here. he kind of looks like somebody that just hangs out, like, at 7-Eleven just he looks trying like to get... He looks like Big John Studd and Hacksaw Jim Duggan's love child. He really fucking does, yeah. Yeah, I... Wow. It does. He's it... sprinkling a little Irish in there. Yeah. Little Rowdy Piper was in the threesome. <laughs> <laughs> That'd not be a threesome. That'd be a foursome, but that would not be a foursome I'd want to watch. A foursome? You... Three guys? You have to have a woman to make a baby. True. I don't know. Nope. moving on. Moving on with that one. May Young was the mom. She probably Man, was. The fuck is this guy? Waylon Mercy. I have no idea who this is. Um, apparently it says at first glance Waylon Mercy doesn't look like he was a bad guy. Look again though. It looks creepy. He does look creepy. I don't remember him. I don't remember. I think uh, I think that was mid '90s. So that was that was definitely before my time. Um, and he just looks like a weird chud. This was my dad's favorite wrestler, Jake the Snake. I no. fucking love Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake was my dad's favorite wrestler,
0: and honestly, he was
1: one. Of, you know, he, if you think about, it, he's one of the greatest wrestlers that did not have a championship. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get a chance, do you watch. Have you ever watched the Lucas Brothers Moving Co? Um, I don't think so. You got just there's a great Halloween episode um, of Lucas Brothers Moving Co. And it's got Jake the Snake and all these old wrestlers in it, and it's fucking... They, they're obsessed with Jake the Snake. Really? Yeah, like, obsessed. They grew up... They're they're closer to my age, so they they grew up in that era yeah. with those guys. I see. And then we have Abdullah the Butcher. Again, not really scary. Wouldn't want to be in the ring with Wouldn't him. Wouldn't want to be in the ring with him, no, but not, not scary. Like, not, oh my God, go hide underneath my covers. You know what I mean? He's more intimidating than anything.
0: Because yeah, yeah. Because the man was a little, like, he was fucking nuts. He would stab you with a fork multiple times.
1: All right, his favorite matches was Blood on Blood. So, you know, I've Abdullah a Butcher. He, there's a reason.
0: Papa, Papa Shango. Shango. I fucking
1: love Papa Shango. Papa Shango, the prerequisite to The Godfather. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that. you know who that is. Yeah, that's The Godfather. I fucking loved Papa Shango. He was the man. He, I, I don't really remember Papa Shango. Um,. Then again, that was a little before my time too. Uh, the Boogeyman was such a ripoff of Papa Shango. I liked the Boogeyman. I guess the Boogeyman was my era's Papa Shango. Yeah. I I mean, you know Boogeyman's dead, right? No, he's not. Doink? Isn't? Are you sure? No, Boogeyman's not dead. Are he you did. positive? I swear to God, he he done a. I'm gonna look this shit up. Yeah, Doink the Clown, the 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 first Doink, not the ones after that, but the first Doink was um from what I've seen. In, very scary back in the day because, you know, he just had this thing about him and, you know, like, because it said in an article that the original guy who played Wink um, it was, he was a heel, you mm-hmm. know, and generally a lot of people are afraid of, um, of, uh. Fuck, like I thought he was dead. No, he's, he's still, he still comes to WWE every now and again and he does uh, a lot of stuff at, like, Comic-Con I kill Walker walk around as the boogeyman. Scared shit out of little kids. I really fucking thought he was dead. He's 51. And he fucking lives in Alaska. Yep. Stevie he's, Ray and Booker T were his trainers. That's fucking That's cool. I could see it though. I bet those guys Stevie Ray and Booker T, I bet that was some good times back in WCW's day. Yeah. They're like the clown though. I get it. A lot of people are scared of clowns. Yeah. And he's and he it is unsettling. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. I got a buddy that's real scared of fucking clowns. Ox Baker. Yeah, he has. He looks fucking scary. He does look scary. Like he looks like a fucking demon. Honestly, he really does. He's got the fucking weird. If you know who Ox Baker is, tweet at us because I really don't know who very much about him. Um, This is this has got to be pre. This got to be during the the, when it was WWF. Yeah, I I definitely don't. He's got like he reminds me kind of of. Kind of like uh, Kevin Sullivan a little bit, a little bit in the face, um, but he's basically just this big hulking hairy man. Yeah, with those those fucking, fucking sweet eyebrows. ass goatee and eyebrows, man, those fucking eyebrows. Yeah, yeah they, they almost looks he like has cat eyes. A little bit, a little bit. I get it. I can give you props on that one. Leatherface, no. Leatherface. This was only in Japan. Um, yeah, somebody. Here, got yeah, he got fired from, I think it was WCW WWF. I don't know. I don't feel like reading a fucking article because it's, it's a fucking ripoff of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But he found an apron and a leather mask and would carry around nails. And he would wrestle like that. and It's a fucking ripoff. It's cool, though. It, it, I, I, I guess. I just, uh. Killer Kowalski. He, he looks like a guy who could be a serial killer and a cross between Frankenstein. Yeah. Do you know who Killer Kowalski really is? No. That is the man that trained Triple H. Okay. Yeah. That is. Um, he got Triple H is the one who inducted him into the Hall of Fame. Um, back in Killer Kowalski's days, he uh, a lot of people still believe that wrestling was real. So you know, generally, they when you got the nickname Killer, they think that you're you've killed a man. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he looks like he's got those eyes. There he is, the boogeyman. Exactly. We got the boogeyman. You know. He was uh, unsettling. He was unsettled. He put the worms in his mouth, and he cr- crashed a cock over his head. Yeah, he was definitely. He did a great job as as that character. Yeah, he did. Um, I think it was uh, tough enough. He was he was in there, and he he actually exceeded the age limit, and he told him how much how old he was, and he was like, "Oh, well, you can't fucking do this." He would definitely have been perfect for Halloween Havoc. Yeah, a buried alive match. Him being the special referee, Gangrel, fuck him. Fuck
0: him. Till to his what, what, day. What
1: was day. What was you going to say about Boogeyman? I didn't know Gangrel was, was was next. Um, Boogeyman would have been great whether he was a wrestler in the Buried Alive match or maybe like a, um, a special ref. Like, loser goes to Boogeyman takes you to the bottomless pit or whatever. That would have been fucking great. I mean, this is fucking with you. Yeah, I fucking can't stand Gang Grill. Really? Why can't you sta- stand Gang Grill? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Man, he's a porn director. I know he is. I should love him, but I fucking can't stand him. Really, I, hey, fucking yeah, Sid vicious, you know he used to shit himself. Yeah, you was telling me about is this. that way he won't like when, when people powder drive him, they would just get a big, a sh- wa- big whopping smell of shit. Yeah, he's he, a fucking dirty, nasty wrestler. He was. Um, you, you remember when he snapped his leg in the ring? I was fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. he Like is. not sick, cool. Like sick, fucking disgusting. Yeah, Sid Psycho Sid was was a uh, yeah he was, he's a disgusting motherfucker. Abyss. Abyss, I felt like a ripoff of Kane. Yeah. And Mankind's like Love Child. I liked him. I never was really creeped out by him. I thought he was a good gimmick. Uh, same with Red Rum from TNA. Uh, I really liked the gimmicks. They again, they didn't freak me out. But maybe it was I was a little bit older. Um, I could see being a kid though, being scared shitless of Abyss. I, I did. I thought he was a Kane ripoff. One, first time I seen him, seven. That's Gold Dust, right? Yeah, that is Gold Dust. He done this one time on Monday Nitro he got pissed off took the mask off and said fuck this gimmick I don't want I hate it walked yeah. out. he kind of reminds it. me of like a bald fat um Michael Myers yeah or a hellraiser without the pins in his pinhead exactly relic killing it backwards that. really you figured that out it took me a couple minutes to figure it out actually I had to when it you wrestling out. um I think it was mainly Independence. uh nope it was in TNA but he wasn't in there long he was Johnny the Bull right yeah okay yeah, he was Johnny the Bull, um, but I guess, like, Relic. I was just like, oh, okay, Mordecai. That's Viscera, right? That's, um, that's man. Kevin Thorne. I don't know if you remember him. No, don't. Remember when ECW got revamped? Yeah. Kevin Thorne. That's him. Okay. What the fuck is he doing? Uh, he's some kind of cult priest. John Gonzalez. That's another you know, fucking yeti. Yeah, uh, that is that is, that's, that's, is that is the
0: definition of a
1: yeti. I mean that. I mean, you know what I'm talking about by saying he's the like the yeti. He's just another giant, like big wrestler who just cool. they, they put him in a big a big you know costume. Yeah. Vampiro, Vampiro was fucking cool. He was badass. He seemed like a rip off of Sting. He was. He was definitely a rip off of Sting. But Sting, I felt, was a rip off of the Crow. Yeah. So, uh, I felt like Vampiro, though, was like maybe Sting's disgruntled, like, grungy kid. Viscera. Viscera was a big-ass man. You Remember when he was Big Daddy B? Mm-hmm. May this man rest in peace. Yeah. He definitely uh, loved machine. I fucking loved when he was a love machine. But I felt Big Daddy B was a rip-off of Mark Henry. That, too. That's one thing I, I, I like about wrestling because they, they bring back these guys, but I also fucking hate it. Because I'm like, man, Visser was... It's recycled garbage. Yeah, Big Daddy V was definitely Mark Henry. And I'm sure Mark Henry was somebody else. And it, it's just cylindrical. Yeah. The Yeti. The Yeti is on this list. And we've talked sh- so much shit about the Yeti. The fucking Yeti is on this list. Yeah, that's that's a Halloween Havoc the Yeti, special piece right there. The Yeti was, I think, only on three tapings at WCW. He got pulled off the air. What do you think for? Probably because he can't wrestle for shit. Nope. What was it? He scared the shit out of people. Honestly, how? I don't know. So what the article said said that he would he honestly scared shit out of people, so they pulled him off.
0: He's not even
1: fucking scary, like Kevin Thorn. That's Kevin Thorne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Oh, he was he dated the fucking the kind of hot gothic chick from uh, ECW. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It- remember, I used to watch the, uh, ECW just for three count, not three count the fuck was the name of their three girl dance troupe I have no idea fuck it we'll figure it out one day yeah one day we'll one day we'll figure this shit out but that's the end of that list um there were some good ones on there there those are good ones there were some really sad ones on there the yeti yeah there were some weak ones there were some really weak ones but yeah it's cool though I mean it was definitely a cool list yeah yeah I agree I agree but anyway we're gonna move on to the redneck recipe of the week Got two recipes for you this week. Um, since it is Halloween and there will be alcohol beverages consumed at Halloween parties. That's one of the best parties. Yeah, that is. Remember to drive safely coming from your friends here at the Grill Out, El Jefe Loco, and Greasy Fucking Rick. Um, I love how fucking is like just incorporated into your name now. <laughs> Greasy Fucking Rick. I mean, it doesn't work any other way. It doesn't. Greasy Rick Fucking. You're a greasy fucking, Rick fuck, fucking greasy Rick that one kind of works, yeah. Fucking greasy Rick, but greasy fucking Rick really nails Are you a greasy motherfucking Rick. Rick? Greasy motherfucking Rick. I, I don't know, maybe get shirts made, maybe. Um, first off, we're going to have it's called the spellbinder with devil eyeballs. <laughs> um, so, like I said, since this is a Halloween special, I'm going instead of giving you food, I'm going to give you alcohol. And if you are not 21, like me, and you can't drink, don't do Tough it. shit. Yeah, tough shit. Go, go, go drink your ginger ale, bitch. Um, you need a quarter cup of blue coral sal, three-fourths of a cup of galliano nicor, Nic- 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 nicor, one and a half cups of coconut rum, two quarts of pineapple juice, two quarts of seltzer water, and to make your spooky. To to ha- to make your spooky ice cubes, you have to have food coloring and water. Um, your special equipments would have you know your novelty ice cup trays, ice cube trays that you would get at your local Walmart, or or Kroger's or something you know with the little bats and shit. If you want to get really fucking special about it, damn it. And then to make your devil devil eyeballs, you're gonna need twenty maraschino cherries, twenty chocolate chips, white or dark dark chocolate, twenty. Lychee nut fruits, can, or and pitted. The directions: This is for the punch. Combine all the ingredients in a large glass punch bowl and mix well. That's all you gotta do. It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. Just make sure you get the measurements right. For the ice cubes, color water with desired food colorings and pour in ice uh, cube trays. Freeze until firm. Again, not not too fucking difficult. Not rocket science. For the devil eyeballs, remove the stems from the cherries. Insert a chocolate chip. Point side in into each cherry to make pupil of the eye. Stuffed cherry, the pitted lychee uh, nut fruit. Uh, ladle some of the punch into each glass. Garnish with ice cubes or devil eyeballs. And there you go. You have the spellbinder with devil eyeballs. And for you non-alcoholic drinkers out there because... I know there are people out there who are underage drinking this. Uh, we have for our non-alcoholic grill outers. Um, I don't think I wrote down the uh, recipe name here, but we're we'll gonna go ahead and give you the uh, we're we'll go ahead and give you the recipe for the ingredients. You're going to need two 6 six-ounce can- six cans of limeade frozen concentrate thawed, um, three cups of lemon lime, so- lemon lime soda. Three and a half cups of green sports drink, uh, green food coloring, ice, whipped cream, for topping, candy sticks or sipping straw. This is the Goulade. That's what the name of this thing is. In a pitcher, this is the directions. In a pitcher, combine the limeade, soda, and sports drink. Add five drops of food coloring or until desired color green, and stir. Add ice and pour Goulade in each glass. Place the whipped cream in a piping bag and pipe it on top of each glass. Garnish it with a fun straw or candy stick. You had me on that one until you put the, the whipped cream in there. Really? Yeah. I'm not a big whipped cream man. I'm not either. Unless I'm eating it off a girl. Big booty girl? Big booty girl? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love them big booty bitches. Yeah. It, it gets like that. But anyway, last segment of the show. Um, I feel like we've done a marathon tonight. <laughs> with, yeah. We have, Technically, we have. Um who you gonna grill? And I'm gonna let you go first. You know, we start the show off, we were rudely interrupted by our president, Mr. Scotty White. Of the Mopcast Network, not the United States. Yeah, well, he might be the president of the United States. I don't know. He acted like he's the president of the United States. Um, but yeah, you know, he, he came in and he talked his shit. Talked a big game. I said here. was quiet. You know, wasn't really, you know, just letting him pay, say his shit because he, he's the guy who writes my checks. Speaking of which, did you get paid this week? No. Fuck it. We're going to have to go talk to him. But anyway, um, you know, my thing is this. I know Mr. Han Swan. That motherfucker sells me chicken necks. You don't fucking lie. He's been to the fucking Jupiter moon. He's been there. Damn it. He's got me the medals. I'll bring him in next show. He's fucking been to the moon, he's been to Jupiter, he's been to Uranus, he's been to my anus, but that's for another show and another time. But, you know, fuck, like, he's a, he's, a, he's a truly great treasure of the North Korean pride. I mean, the man is immensely prideful of the North Korean, of his North Korean heritage, and he should be, you know, the man's a fucking legend. And to be disrespected like that, like that, that fucking, that, that sucks, you know, and I, I was pretty pissed off about that. But, you know, it is what it is, I started it. He tried to finish it. He thought he finished it. I'm here to finish it. So you know, again, say, keep Mr. Han Swan's name out your mouth. He's been, he's a he's a national treasure. You know, he's a man. He's a myth. He is a fucking legend. He could taw his dick space mountain. He's the only guy I know that's jerked off in space. I, yeah, I don't know anybody else that's jerked off in space. John Glenn wasn't fucking walking around on the moon with his dick in his hand, beaten off, making little asteroid babies. Mr. Han Swan was. Mr. Hanswan does. So, Mr. Hanswan, I'd like to apologize right now for how rudely you were treated. And uh, I'm going to be ordering a whole bunch of chicken necks on Halloween night. I see. I feel like I have one that's, that, that's going to beat you. Um, the, the, it's the person I've been talking about the whole show. and it, it is the Undertaker. And, that is, and the reason why I'm grilling his motherfucker is because he... Oh my fucking god, what the hell was that? What the fuck was that? Where the fuck did he go? There's a podcast network. It is a network not only of sports and culture, but of anything you can fathom. And it lies between man's desire to imagine and his want for laughter. It is a network which we call the Mopcast Network.
0: For the past year, the Mopcast Network has been bringing you weekly podcasts for all the commentary on movies, music, sports, recent events, and more. The Mopcast Network. Celebrate fandom.